souls. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of Baha'i Presents Sunday Mornings Podcast. Today we're chatting with a powerhouse duo, the women behind Mifa & Co, Michelle and Fatima. Their company creates beautiful, 100% natural body care, consciously created from traditional botanicals and modern plant extracts. But what we get to talk about today is the stuff behind the beautiful Instagram photos, the grit, the juggle, the work, the women. <laughs> I know, because you guys have your whole new, your new line and like your, your holiday launch, right? Coming up. Yeah, we have, uh, we've had a lot of delays this year because of COVID, so. Mm. Uh, Wait, new line? Is there new products? We have two new products uh, planned for hopefully an October launch. So um, an all over oil and a vegan collagen like face mist. So. I know, I'm so excited when I saw that you, I'm like so excited for it. <laughs> so, I'm like, Ooh, what's in this stuff? I know. <laughs> Coming out uh, soon. It was all supposed to launch like August, like September, but Mm -hmm. uh, something that normally would take like 20 days to get here like port to port uh i think this we just received our, our bottles actually on friday and it took like i think like 90 days to get here wow uh, yeah. not that whatsoever and the prices have like quadrupled I yeah i bet yes. Yes. yeah oh, it's crazy yeah. so now that makes us worried so we're like okay so we're gonna have to like order like extra packaging for our next order because like just in case like who knows all these like delta variants and like mm -hmm. the world. everything's just so unexpected these days like it's you don't even know but like what a weird yeah. time to live in what's going on guys <laughs> so true it's so true yeah. i know i wake up every morning and i say that i was like it doesn't even feel like real life i don't even know what's happening in the world yeah, right? like a movie. Such a movie it is such still such a movie when you guys think of new products, is it you two coming up with that, these ideas? Is it something where you think to yourself, oh, this is missing, we should do this, or I want to use this product, we should make it? Or do you look at the market and see what's missing in the market? We, we probably should look at the market, but we don't. <laughs> um, for us, it's because when we launched, we didn't launch with a lot of products. So it was easy for us in terms of like, having a next few products because we wanted to expand our body care line um but then we're coming out with this vegan collagen face mist and like that's totally like everything we have to date has been kind of like body care focused um so that was like our original intent so it's kind of like it's changed actually over, it's evolved over the last like two years i would say because originally we were like okay we're body care and then as we were developing the products we're like okay this body care is we're using such great ingredients that we can actually use it on our face too. So we're like, okay, maybe we'll just create like more versatile products that can be used for your face and your body. Um, so that's like with the serum and then our oil we're coming out with is like an all over oil. So we're kind of, we're saying you can use it for like your face, your body and your hair. And then we have the mist. We're a little bit all over the place when it comes to our products, but <laughs> we're, we're trying to like expand on our product line just to have like a complete set. So like when we do talk about future products, it's it's always going to be either body care or skincare related. Mm -hmm. Until we have like that line complete, I think we wouldn't like deviate from that. 
I mean, you have skin all over your body. Yeah. (laughs) So, (laughs) great. And like, just on our body, why not? (laughs) Yeah, honestly, I'm curious about this oil that can go in your hair as well. I want this collagen spray. Mm -hmm. Is that edible? No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) And is it just you two that come up with the ideas or do you have a team that you bounce ideas off of and attached to that how often do you meet or do you just call each other and say I have this great idea can we chat about it Dal and I are constantly talking with each other every day through whatsapp Uh, but we do have set weekly calls that we have with each other every Tuesday um so those like we we never miss a weekly call with each other just because it's just the two of us in the company so it's there's always so much going on and like when Sean has like her stuff that she works on and I have my stuff that we work on so we just kind of like we sync up just to make sure we're like on target with everything um in terms of ideas and like new things that pop into our head we just like randomly call each other like wow. we're like you know oh hey I was like thinking about this or on Instagram and like we see something really cool we're like oh look what this company is doing like you know that looks pretty cool um but yeah no we do we do talk weekly and for coming up with the ideas it it is just me and Michelle we have two friends that help us with our branding and our marketing so we do bounce ideas off of them so they've been but they're they're two males which is kind of nice to kind of get like a different perspective yeah uh so we do bounce ideas off of them one of them that he doesn't really care but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's like yeah, yeah yeah that's great I'm like but he's he's really good he's a graphic designer so he's he's really good at like visual that's really cool wow yeah art stuff so yeah so it is mostly us two um we have like a group of chemists that we work with out of our manufacturing facilities so they we will come up with like ideas and like different ingredients that we want to use and then we pass it over to them and then they basically tell us if it's feasible so the conversation gets expanded at that point wow yeah how did you go about picking who your chemist was or like like that whole search like is it something difficult is it something it was extremely (laughs) hard finding someone to work with only because one of our values is to be 100% natural and not use any synthetic ingredients mm-hmm. it's very very hard like to find locally I'm sure in the U.S. it's like easier because obviously it's a bigger market out there um, but we wanted to stay within Canada but we like we ideally wanted to stay within BC just because mm-hmm. like where we are um, so it was a challenge finding someone we had to talk to like so many different people across Canada Mm-hmm. Um, many many times we had people telling us like your formulations are like too expensive like you need to like you know change your ingredients up and like oh you need to use this ingredient and the ingredient was like it was a synthetic ingredient so a lot of people that just like didn't understand what we wanted to bring forward to the market mm-hmm. um, so that those ones were kind of like easy to kind of like tick off but towards the end it was getting a little bit unmotivating because we're like hey like maybe we're doing something wrong like maybe it's not like maybe we shouldn't be going about business this way um until we finally found someone and we were with them ended up finding someone else still within bc um and it's been like amazing since we switched over so nice how long long did it take you guys to finally find your fit like 
your chemists? Did it take a long time or? The first manufacturer that we were working with, and that's why I wasn't kind of driving because the first manufacturer we were working with, there was a disconnect between us and the chemist. So we weren't allowed to like, we were the, we were always talking to our account manager when we were kind of becoming like, they were the middleman between us and the chemist. And we didn't like that. Like we wanted to actually like talk to this person. Um, so that specific manufacturer, I would say took us, I was making stuff out of my kitchen for like a wow. year until we found them. And then we were with this other manufacturer for another year until we found the one that we're with right now. And we actually get to like talk to the chemist and like meet them and like all this of that, like that's like, we feel like they're an extension of our team, which is exactly what we wanted. So I would say all in all, like we settled on someone after a year, but then it took another year to find someone else. Hmm. Did you have to change your, from what you were making at home to like manufacture to current manufacturer, like how you formulated your thing, your. Um, oh, no, the gosh. body wash we developed, like those, at that time we only had the body wash and the soap yeah. bar. Mm. the soap bars we didn't have to change because that was like a recipe we already had in lunch and then the body wash we we did tweak the body wash I don't know if you remember I don't know how long it's been but had like, it used to be thicker it was like this orange color do you remember that yeah yeah <laughs> you're after that yeah <laughs> so we did change the formula but like I think better now so <laughs> I remember when I because when we and my sister ordered again we're like huh was it always this color? Yeah, no, no, <laughs> it was, and then I just like, okay, but you confirmed it has changed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it used to be like this ugly orange color, so now it's like this beautiful clear, yeah, like, clear color. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't like drastically change the ingredients. I don't think I don't remember even what the old formula, but we just tweaked a little bit, wow. moving from one manufacturer to another. Um, but it ended up working out better because uh, like we were talking to the chemist and like told them like our concerns and it like it just it worked out to exactly how we envisioned it like originally and did you guys always want to be green oh yeah 100 percent um even down to the extent of like being in a plastic bottle bothered us because we wanted to be more sustainable and obviously this is a product that people use like pretty much every single day like it's you know it's a consumable we're actually and it's been extremely hard because one of the like top things we've been working on for like the last two years is how can we make our packaging more sustainable? We, we try to choose glass when we can, um, but for the body wash, we never wanted to put it in glass just because it's like, it goes in the shower. It could like be a kids and like they drop it and it breaks. Um, but we have finally uh, have like confirmed so for early 2022, we're going to be launching our body wash and the new packaging for 100% PCR, like post-consumable recycled material. So it's like used recycled plastic. We're going to make our bottles out of that. And then um, we're going to also offer like little refill pouches. Nice. Ooh, that's that's awesome. awesome. I love that. Yeah. I love the back bar refill thing. Like... Okay. Oh yeah, that one's, yeah. That was oh. like a, <laughs> the public, but yeah. Oh. And this we'll edit we'll that. We'll edit that. <laughs> uh, like these refill pouches are actually going to be available to like <gasps> on our website. And oh, like, that's such a good idea. Uh huh. Offer. I think a lot of client like customers are going to appreciate that so much. Yeah. yeah. We're so conscious here. Sorry. We're so conscious here about yeah. our and our waste, right? So. Yeah. 
so we're like we're super excited to launch that because I don't the only other company that I know of that has like completely sustainable packaging in terms of like like body wash um or maybe not just body wash but is is beauty counter that MLM like mm. the, yeah that is MLM yeah so they have also 100% PCR packaging so like they're the only other company that I know that does it but mm. the challenge with us and why it took so long is because these companies just don't talk to people of our size yeah mm. and like they have like really high minimums they're like oh sure yeah like we can do it for you like you just have to buy like 500,000 pieces and we're like okay like that's not going to work so mm-hmm. <laughs> so that one we we probably reached out to like probably like close to like 100 suppliers wow. trying to like worldwide trying to get someone to talk to us and then we wow. find that's someone that's awesome yeah so we finally found someone that was like willing to work with the little guys so <laughs> I love how you guys are like sticking with your values because obviously it would have been easier. You could have found someone two years earlier. You probably, I mean, I'm not saying money wise, but you would have made sales like faster. Right. (laughs) And then now with this packaging, it would have been easier just to keep what you're doing and just say, recycle it. Yeah. You're really sticking with it. Like, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. We're trying to, uh, it's such a crowded market. And I like sometimes if I do too much, like, you know, you talked about market research. If I do too much market research, I sometimes that like voice in my head comes in and I'm like, what are you doing? It's such a crowded market. Like, what's your differentiator? Like, I can, sometimes I just have to find myself work focused, like get off social media and stop mm-hmm. looking at other companies and like what they're doing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And just kind of like focusing on our values and what we want to bring to the market and what's important to us and kind of just like trying to my own lane, you know? <laughs> it was definitely it was definitely a challenge I would say in the beginning when we were trying to find a local manufacturer because it's they all wanted to use some sort of synthetic ingredient in our formulations to make it easier for them Mm -hmm. producing the product when you say that then how long from like idea thought process to execution just to get it right and the formulations right like how long does that process Michelle's laughing (laughs) well just must have been a long time every single product that you put out has been like amazing like a hundred percent quality so I'm like how long does that take (laughs) I would say from like idea to having the finished product in our hand it's it's about a two-year journey oh wow we go through a lot of different like renditions like the product you see in your hand we had like five other previous like samples of it like that were different join us Michelle <laughs> and Hi. then when you have these samples do you like you take them home you try them out for like however long or yeah. wow some of the samples we open up and like we in, like instantly right away we're like okay we have to change it Oh. Wow. So the samples are like we're like okay like the scent the texture like okay, right away like the out of the box like it's good but like we have to obviously we want like the effectiveness of the product as well so we, we test them for like well over a month I would say like one to two months and then we'll decide like if we want to change anything wow. yeah. and is it just you two or do you get like people to well, generally like we get people involved uh we get those those two guys that we talked about involved and like <laughs> feedback. And then if we're working with any like um 
like our sales contractors or marketing or social media. Like, so we try to like hand it out to people and like some of our close friends as well, just to get feedback. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Cause I've heard from people, you know, when you start out, you like, you were making the products and then you were probably packaging them and then you were doing social uh-huh. media and outreach and sales and you were doing all those things all the time. And eventually you have to outsource or you can't scale like Michelle said. Um, but it's like, when do you know how, when that, I guess it's like, you just know when you're not able to do it. Cause yeah. you have to make an investment yeah, to get it back. Know. It's well, hard. Exactly. Financially, like you have to, like, you'll know, like, yeah. What- you can even afford it. If you have the revenue to support it. Right. Like I wouldn't suggest coming out of pocket just to bring on someone for, you know, like bringing on a digital marketing agency, for example, and then a social media, like all those thousands add up really fast. So if you don't have the revenue to support it, um, I would not suggest doing it. Right. Unless you have unlimited funds, then maybe. No, I, I, cause we had, we had someone on before Veronica from Emmy hair. And she said there was a certain percentage, like, I don't know, 15%. I was like, okay, 15% of zero. That's great. Like, <laughs> like for, yeah. for, um, you know, marketing or whatever it is. Um, so yeah, I guess it's like, you see your revenue is rising and then you have to project if I invest this much, it will be able to scale even more. Right. Yeah. Like, we're also at a stage in our company where we're investing so much in research and development like mm-hmm. expand our product line so it's we have to be a little more frugal with our money because we don't yeah. we know we have to invest in r&d like that's like that's also like the the bread and butter of the company right in terms of yeah. like expanding our product line so we've never really looked at our marketing expenses as a percentage of revenue but that totally makes sense once you've kind of like established like your you're kind of like your baseline of services mm-hmm. products that you're offering, right? Right. Do you guys have days like that where you just bang your head on the wall or yes. you're like, are, are we doing the right thing? Or yes. how longer is this going to take? Or are you guys always, you just know there's the light at the end of the tunnel. So you just keep going. Oh, no, we bang our heads on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> but I always know there's a light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> Michelle's more the optimistic one, and I'm more like, oh my God. Like, I know. Yeah, we've had some crisis. I know we had a call with our mentors last month, and they're like, I see a lot of um, what was that word that Vlad used? Because uh, we wrote in the minutes, we wrote that we had a lot of, was it crisis? Nightmares. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, okay, well, this is a bit of a nightmare, and this is a bit of a nightmare. So there was like packaging and then like manufacturing, they were like waiting for ingredients, and then we had all sorts of delays, and then freight forwarding was an issue, which is not just us, it's like a global thing. So because our manufacturer said every, almost every single one of her clients all had their packaging delayed. So it kind of made us feel a little bit better, but we're still in this conundrum, but things are you know, they're flowing in not, you know, too late. So it's not the end of the world. It, it worked out in the end. Yeah. <laughs> we panicked for about a month there. <laughs> well, it's hard because if you have a product, you have to have a product, right? Like yeah. if you're a product yeah, business, <laughs> you have to have product. Yeah. It's, that you can't control. it's like out of your control. So that's the tough part. You're like, okay, well, I guess it'll be here when it gets here. Yeah. That must be really hard because it's like 2021. This is the fastest amount of time for things to be built. It's not like the 1900s where things are <laughs> made by hand. Like there's factories that do this and it should be faster, but there's also a pandemic. So that must have been a hard wait for you guys. Yeah. 
when you guys started out, like, was it all like, did you seek um, investment? Did you seek a loan? Or was it all just like, okay, we're putting like our own two personal? It's our, our own funding. Yeah, we don't have outside funding. Oh, nice. Yeah, there's okay. no investors. Nice. Good. And then you just kept like grew like did with. That, we did take a, like, we worked with BDC. Mm-hmm. Um, only because we we had so much inventory planned for Q4, so we did we like had to ponder then the idea like do we look for an outside investor to kind of like supply our purchase orders because like we have to order the packaging, the ingredients, and, like everything for the holidays. And we've we've grown so much since the last holidays that we couldn't like supply our purchase orders. So. Um, we made the decision to get a loan from BDC to mm-hmm. help like buy our inventory. And then the plan is to pay back obviously after the holidays are over. Wow. Yeah. It was time to get us over the hump. Like technically, I guess we could have funded it ourselves, but I guess from a risk standpoint, even though I, in my head, I'm like, well, we'll probably sell everything anyway. <laughs> but the team was like, no, we should take the loan from BDC. And then it's, I guess it's a, safer way to well because their loan is fund. low interest is it not like there's yes. it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and it's a good resource to work with need it. yeah yeah do you guys have any measuring factors to make you feel like you've made it we have like a set of kpis that we look at but they're not like it's just like it's not the measure of our success it's more the measure of like or what we're doing like say for digital marketing ads like for the rollouts is it like looking good like how's our website visits like we have our monthly kpis where we have like our web stats like all the shopify stuff like all revenue and what's selling and how many new retailers like we look at everything on a regular basis mm-hmm. in this huge excel workbook mm-hmm. <laughs> is there maybe one store or one one place you want your products to be and you'll be like yes we are in here Hardstrom. Mm-hmm. I can totally see that. You guys will get it. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Don't forget us when you get it. No, and they're uh, all the indie boutiques are number one supporters, you know, like getting into any retailer like that we've been working on for so long is always like a little, you're like, yay, I did it, you know? Mm -hmm. Like they take months sometimes. Or even a lot of these boutiques are women owned and like, you know, like it's, it's, it's a, a cool village to have around us. Mm-hmm. Like we're expanding into the U.S. Like we just hired like a U.S. sales consultant to help us with our U.S. sales. So nice. Uh, and we've asked for focus to be like small independent boutiques as well. Cause, cool. And we don't want to kind of like change that strategy. Like obviously getting into like Hull Renfrew, Nordstrom and like well.ca, like those would be really cool. But we also know that like we, like, what LJ just said, like, don't forget about us. I'm like, I'm not, like, like, listen. no, and all of our clientele, like, a lot of our customers shop at these stores. Yeah. So, I think places like well.ca and whatnot are also a place of convenience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that's where someone, like, like, I personally wouldn't go looking on well.ca for some new indie brand that mm-hmm. I'm, and you know, it's more so like, oh, I know they sell it. So, I'm just going to quickly grab it there and add whatever else I want to buy. Right. Thank you so much, guys, for making the time to hang out with us. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, no, thanks for having us. Like, anytime, like, you guys want to 
I mean, summer was kind of a crazy time. So it just took so long to, you know, schedule something in between vacations and whatnot. But no, totally. This totally worked out. Thank you so much. Yeah. We're so excited to see your new product soon. And your new baby. Yay! Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you can tell us what it's like with a newborn when you're doing that. Yeah. <laughs> if you need anything, I'm here. <laughs> I'll, I'll come and relieve you after those 30 days. I know, yeah. Babies. She loves snuggling babies. I'm cuddler. <laughs> yeah. Well, because postpartum, right? Actually, one mom was like, you can go. I'm like, oh, it's okay. I'll just give me 10 more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to sniff. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, okay. And then she went to sleep. And then she's like, oh my God, Betty, you're past your. I'm like, it's okay. This one's on me. That is okay. Like, oh. So, but, so when I was house, and this is when Evie was in the I was like, or maybe a few months later, I was holding I was like, she's like, did you just sniff her? I'm like, yeah. His <laughs> new baby scent is so It smells so sweet. It's no. fresh, yeah. but like. <laughs> Was like placenta yeah, yeah. <laughs> now we just get sweaty toes like it's oh, yeah and attitudes sticky fingers too <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we'll chat with you guys soon we'll be on the lookout for you and your products for sure yes you can buy it at the laga ladies i will order yes. it from there too <laughs> awesome thanks so much guys Thank you, lady Thank you. girls. Thank you. Have a good Sunday. Thank you. Bye. 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 Thanks so much for listening to another episode of Bahai Presents Sunday Mornings Podcast. To learn more about Michelle and Fatima's business, head to mifaandco.com. That's M-I-F-A and co.com. And if you'd like to be a guest on the podcast or have a great idea that you'd like to share, please head to ourbahai.com. That's our, O-U-R, Bahai, B-A-H-A-Y.com. Till next time.